0: What is up, guys?
1: My name is Addison, and you are listening to Our Heart Surrendered. Hi, friends. <laughs> My name is Sophie. I'm the other coast of Our Heart Surrendered. After Addie said that intro, she rolled her eyes. Because <laughs> I said we... it wrong. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. This is a podcast. Um, all about faith, all about the good things. Exactly. If you're new, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. So this week, we are recording in advance fun fact because it's Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day everybody. And since it's Thanksgiving, you know, life might get a little busy and we might just have a lot to do. We we might also just need to take some rest. Rest in the Lord, am I right? Hey. So, we are recording this in advance so and we we used to do this all the time Mm -hmm. if you're if you've been here for a while if you're new this is not something new but it is going to be a little bit different because what we have been doing for the past month or so is weekly recaps but newsflash we haven't lived our week yet so how can we recap something we haven't lived so instead we're going to talk about our thanksgiving plans so addy tell me about yours
0: Dude, I, right before we started this, Sophie was like, so what are you doing? And I was like, how about you just listen to the episode? But, um, I said that because I, like, honestly don't know what I'm doing and I need a second to think about it. I'm sure that at some point I'm going to go to my grandparents' house and do a whole Thanksgiving. And then I'm sure at some point I'll probably have another Thanksgiving with my other grandparents. I just don't know when. And I'll probably be working full-time during that week, um, while my dad's office is open because I work for him, um... Anyways, that was like a weird, sometimes I just like assume that I've said things in the past or like that they know exactly what I'm talking about (laughs) and then I'm like, oh wait, they don't. Sophie knows. I work for my father um, every day during the week, but it's only like two hours and because of school, obviously. So on breaks and stuff, I usually just work for him full time. Um, But I think that's pretty much an average Thanksgiving. What does yours look like?
1: Yeah. I uh, said this, this was my suggestion, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but that's okay. I think that's a good thing. I plan on getting a lot of rest, and by rest, I don't mean sleep. I mean, I do mean sleep a little bit, but I mean, like, rest, because this upcoming week, I've looked at the homework load I have, and guys, like, this whole semester homework has been pretty light, but I've got, like, test projects, quizzes out the wazoo, so I've got plenty (laughs) to do this week. And so next week, I think I'm looking forward to a lot of rest. And I think my family and I will probably get together, do all the things. Um, what else? I plan on getting ready for the holidays. It's a tradition at my house the day after Thanksgiving or the two days after thanksgiving to put up christmas decorations like just spend the day at home and put up your christmas decorations and so i'm really excited for that because guys i don't know what what your family does but my family waits till after thanksgiving to put up our christmas decorations no judgment if you put them up before thanksgiving that's fine with me that's just what we've decided and it's tradition so
0: yeah i'm low-key judging not gonna
1: lie. You put yours up before?
0: No, after, after Thanksgiving. Oh. Like, same thing, we do, like, a day after or two days after. Mm. Or, like, now it's Christmas.
1: Yeah, there's families in our neighborhood that have had their lights up, their Christmas lights up and on for, mm-hmm. like, two weeks. No. And, I mean, I think they're beautiful, but, um, it just, it seems a tad bit early. Like I think it's
0: a little early, and then it's not as special when Christmas comes.
1: Exactly, and I love Thanksgiving, guys. Like, it yeah. is such a good holiday. It's a holiday dedicated to eating food with your family like and that's so thankful. fun and being thankful <laughs> we have so much to be thankful for
0: that's so true i think that like i keep seeing like this dilemma of people being like is it too early to listen to christmas music or like we're not celebrating thanksgiving and stuff like that this is what i think this schedule is it's like after halloween november 1st through like the probably like the tuesday before thanksgiving so like thanksgiving is that week christmas music whatever christmas you're celebrating and then you have like wednesday thursday friday thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and then you resume christmas see but that doesn't mean you put decorations up and stuff like
1: that ah see that's where i differ because in my mind after halloween is when fall starts because the time changes like see like i try my best to get in the fall mood in september and october but it always never hits me until november Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to catch up where everyone else has had two months to celebrate fall i was gonna say i (laughs) because my
0: fall starts pretty much as soon as school starts because I'm like in my head I associate fall with football and like that's when my football season starts.
1: See I try to do that because I my birthday is technically considered the fall so I'm always like oh it's fall it's my birthday blah 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 blah. but the weather always throws me off it's always hot here until November so once Mm. November hits it it's like cold so I'm like okay it's fall now Mm. so my body has a lot of catching up to do because everyone else is like used to the cold and stuff and I'm like ah it's I thought it was summer still. You know, like, today is like,
0: 70 degrees, I think, which is yeah. so nice, actually. The weather's been
1: incredible. Exactly. So, I think I would be more of the traditional viewpoint that November's for Thanksgiving, and then we start Christmas after Thanksgiving. I'm sorry if you disagree. No judgment here, you know? Yeah. I'm all for Christmas. You do you. <laughs>
0: She's a Christmas person. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't really, like, know exactly where this topic is today. We're just kind of talking about friendships and... Um, and like we're talking about right now with it already being November, almost Christmas, that means we have like three, four, five months of senior year left. Five.
1: Whoa. Six. Six
0: ish. Five, six. Um, but which is like crazy. And we were just talking about this, like right before we started. It's just like friendships have the tendency to like come and go. Friends um are like typically not meant to be lifetime obviously there are friendships and like relationships and stuff like that that are like a is place in our life continually like this is going to be like a rock for you like obviously god is the rock and like well it's the only thing that we can depend on being there forever but like me and my best friend have been friends for like since we were in third grade and um, as of now i don't plan on dropping her anytime soon we always joke that like we're just like the kind of friends that are going to be friends for life and that is obviously subject to change. Uh, But there have been times where I'm in friendships and I'm like, this is definitely for a season. And it's like, I needed this person now. Like I was really close to, um, a good example of this is, I'm a drum major for my school. There's three of us. Um, I was really, really close to my drum major pals during marching season Um, and now that it's over we're not as close but I was like I needed them so badly like I was really reliant on them I needed them for support I needed them to like actually help me with stuff and like all those things so I really needed them they were really good friends for that season but like now we're like literally out of that season we're in constant season now and it's like I don't need them as much therefore our friendship is further Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not like something to be upset about and I think that a lot of times especially in high school there's this tendency to think that like Every time a friendship ends, it's like a breakup where it's like you're not friends. You don't talk. You don't look at each other. It's bad, bad blood. No. But the healthiest friendship that I've ever had ended, we were like best friends. And then um, just like as time went on, we like grew apart. But like we still see each other in the home. We still say hi. We still like love and support each other just from further away. And that's not bad. That's like completely normal and healthy. Um, And something that has been on my heart and like recently... I think has been very prevalent is this idea that like your friends can have friends that aren't you. That is not an insult. That doesn't mean that you love them any less. That doesn't mean that they think anything less of you or that they prefer that person over you. And even if they did, that's not an insult. It's just like how um, God has created us and like our personalities and mesh and all those things. Uh, But it's like your friends can have friends. And I think that's something like Sophie and I were just talking about this. Like that's hard. It's a really hard lesson to learn. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, that is something that you said that I think that we need to talk about more and we need to normalize more is the fact that it's okay to like grow apart from someone and like that, like what you were saying, it doesn't mean you're like enemies. And I think that that's something that is not like prevalent in our generation. I feel like it seems to me like if you lose a friend in our generation, it has to be this big like blow up and people have to take sides and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think we should like normalize like having like healthy friendships that maybe are just for a season and I can definitely tell like I have some friends in my life right now that are like I don't know if they're gonna be there for for my whole life or for a season or how long that season is gonna be but I know like right now like God has put them in my mouth in my life to be like friends like some of my closest friends right now because they're like what I need right now and I'm like grateful for that and I think something else that you were talking about is like friends can have other friends is this is something that I feel like everyone struggles with and something that is super challenging because I don't really know where it stemmed from or what but it feels like at least to me if someone else has another friend it's like they no longer want to be friends with me. I think this is something that people struggle with for their whole lives. I think it's challenging and I think that it's something that we all work through and what Addy was saying is about people and friends coming your life for seasons I think that college is a really like natural time for a lot of friendships to like grow apart and I think that that's a time that like hits a lot of people with like oh I'm gonna like lose these friends and I've heard like a lot of people say I'm going to be so sad when I go to college because I'm not going to be friends with you guys anymore. And, like, yes, that makes me really sad. But at the same time, I think, like, maybe we weren't supposed to be friends in college. Like, Mm -hmm. because, like, maybe it's a good thing that we're not friends. And maybe, like, for this season, like, maybe I need to be friends with someone else and love someone else really hard in this season. Not that I'm going to stop loving them. And maybe one day we will grow close again. Or maybe we'll keep just, like, supporting each other from a distance. And I think that it's really common, especially for high school seniors, to be like, oh, when college starts, I'm going to have a completely new life. And it's, like, I think that we should keep in mind that while, yes, a lot is going to change and we will probably get a lot of new friends, we don't have to drop all of our old friends. And I think that's something that, like, I've fallen into this mindset of and I feel like I've heard other people talk a lot about, too.
0: Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of people and like I was talking to one of my mentors about this was she was just like a lot of times senior year I see people just stop giving to their friendships now because they're like when I go to college I'm not going to be friends with them anymore so why does it matter now yeah that's not how we're called to love one another like we should as Christians should be loving each other right here right now just like as the Lord loves us in every moment whether we we are very flawed but like whether we are abiding by his word or not he still loves us as we are just as we should love our friends as they are. And I think it's really difficult, but if you are able to find comfort in knowing that your self-worth is from the Lord and that you always have a friend in Him, like you can have a lot healthier friendships and a lot healthier boundaries within those. Um, Yeah. Because I think, Sophie, what you were talking about earlier, you were like, I don't know where it comes from. I think that whenever we see people that we love loving someone else and we have our self-worth or, like, self-image or even, like, like, something even smaller. Like, I'm just, like, oh, like, they make me happy and I make them happy and that's it. Like, they can only be happy if it's because of me. That, like, self-worth being tied to their happiness or their love or whatever it is and, like, how much they're reciprocating it can lead to a lot of jealousy and a lot of hurt when it's, like, that's not how it should be at all. If our self-worth and our confidence and our, like, love and happiness and joy is found, like, in the Lord who never changes and who loves every single one of us equally, I think that we would struggle with that a lot less. Because, like, for example, if I can, like, put this into words, I don't really know if I can. Um, Sophie, if I was, like... I'm only happy when Sophie is happy because of me. Like, I only want... Oh, it's like a self-sabotaging thing, I think. I think it's, like, actually a lot more selfish than people realize. Yeah. Is like, by being jealous of your friend having other friends, you're, like, kind of in a way sometimes saying that they can only be happy if it's because of you. And that's really selfish if you think about it.
1: And I think something else about that is when you're jealous of someone else having other friends a lot of the times people don't say that and Mm -hmm. the other person doesn't know that and you're the the one like and I know this is like super hard it might sound blunt but like you're the one that's harming the friendship and you're the one that's like breaking down that friendship and it's like on you and it's like and that is something that you need to communicate but I think that that like feeling if we don't work through that and process it can like break relationships and it's like if, if we deal with that and if we like understand that our worth is found in Jesus, how much more healthier can our friendships be and how much more like fruitful can that be mm-hmm. whenever we do realize that because we won't like it won't affect relationships. Because I've seen jealousy affect relationships before and it's, it's not fun and I've seen it like um, affect other people around them like in this situation as well.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it comes into, like, reading into situations, um, which is, like, a miscommunication. Like, the Lord gave us, like, voices and ways to communicate so that we should use them. And instead of reading into things, um, it's just, like, super, super detrimental if you don't communicate. Because a lot of times things are not as deep as they seem. Like, I am an overthinker and I get my feelings hurt a lot because of it because I'm, like, oh, this person did this and this and this so that it would hurt my feelings. And I'm like, I'm not, like, they they are not thinking about me. That's, like, another thing. I'm like, yeah. this person did not choose to hang out with this person with me in mind. Like, it wasn't an insult.
1: Yeah, I think that a lot of the times, at least in my mind, I think the world revolves around me. And this translates into other friendships, like, that don't include me, you Mm -hmm. know? And it's like, they're being friends so they can hurt me. And it's, like, the same thing. It's like, that is so like selfish, I guess, on our yeah. parts. And I think something else, guys, communication is super important um, because the other person. This is something that has really helped me. The other person in the friendship can't read your mind. They don't mm-hmm. understand how you're feeling, and they can't fix the problem if you don't give them the opportunity to. Now, if you communicate it and they don't fix the problem, I think that's another story. And I think that's like a really hard situation. But it first starts with just communicating.
0: Yeah, if you have uncommunicated expectations, why would you expect them to meet them?
1: Like, Mm -hmm.
0: if I expect Sophie to have food for me every time I come to her house, but I don't tell her that, how would she know she's supposed to have food for me?
1: Exactly. And then I, like,
0: get mad because she doesn't? That would be so backwards of me.
1: And then sometimes I think I do this. I feel like I do a really good job of not saying my expectations, but, like, hinting at them. Mm -hmm. But then... If I vocalize them, like if I like in that same situation, if I came over to Addie's house and I thought I was doing a really good job hinting that I expected food, but I never said anything. And then like three weeks passed and I was like, hey, Addie, I'm really mad at you because you didn't have food, food for me. She would probably say, Sophie, I had no idea. You didn't. Like if you just told me. Yeah. Like would to do? So I think the biggest and most important part of communicating is communicating clearly what you are thinking or expecting and then you can work through that like whether that is healthy or not healthy to expect you know i think
0: i another boundary that's good in friendships is like being able to do that if you can't Mm -hmm. like sit down and like communicate with each other and then not like gaslight or be like i'm so sorry you feel that way and you can't admit to your own mistake that's a whole nother issue where it's just like a, you're not communicating well, but B, you're not like being empathetic, or you're not being sympathetic, or just like even being kind and loving you like how you should, and that's when it's like, is this a healthy
1: relationship? Or if you're scared to communicate with a friend, I think that that's not the like, right sign. yeah, I I don't think that's like a, I don't want to say that's like an unhealthy relationship or friendship because I don't know the circumstance, but I know if I was like scared to come to Addie and be like, hey, I need to record it too. Yeah, Like, if I couldn't communicate with that, her, and I was, like, nervous she was going to get mad, I yeah. don't think that that would be a functioning relationship.
0: Right, <laughs> like, that just is so bad. <laughs> yeah, you have to be comfortable, and that takes time. I think of all relationships and friendships, it just takes time and, like, learning each other. And one thing that I, like, never even, like, thought about this until recently, um, I just, like, One part Mm -hmm. of relationships and, like, friendships... I say, like, relationships as in, like, every relationship. Family, like, um, significant other, friendship, like, all that. Like, in every relationship, you have to have an understanding of each other. And it's, like, you do that by getting to know them. Yeah. Uh, And I, like, kind of tend to, like, look over that process. But, like, as I get to know... Um, one of my friends better and better it's like I just get a better understanding of them and then eventually it's like oh I know that they would like this or this and like this is how they like to communicate this is something that they like and this is the thing they don't like but like the only way to do that is by communicating and getting to know them and being intentional in that time it's like I know that so and so feels like this when I do this so I'm not going to do this or if I am going to do this, I'm to communicate that it's not intentional to hurt their feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, my best friend and I, her name's Conley, it's the what I say it. Conley and I, like, have had conversations about this, of, like, oh, when you do this, I, like, get really jealous. And then, like, whenever you, like, confess that to one another, you can just be like, oh, well, I didn't do it to, like, make you jealous. And she's like, no, that's sin on my behalf or whatever. And, like, vice versa, same thing happens. Like, I get jealous of some things that she does. And, and it's, like, since we communicated it, we can work on it in the past of just being like, hey, just know that I love you and like your self-worth is not tied to me constantly like vocalizing it.
1: And you can consider her feelings too. Mm -hmm. In the future. I think it's really important to consider other people's feelings um, in situations and something else. Oh man, I just forgot it. Oh yeah. We, the other, it was like a few months ago in our small group, Addie and I, we, our whole small group went around and we just went around encouraging everyone. And one of our friends, um, I think it was addy actually she complimented one of our friends by saying you love everyone so like personally Mm -hmm. i think is what you said like you personalized your love for everyone which is something that i think is like the mark of a really great friend is if they take time to understand um like the best way to love you and that's not like something that's like super drastic it's just like small ways like what addy was saying like How do they best communicate how's the best way to clearly tell them something Mm -hmm. how what does that look like does that is that something that they prefer to be texted and i'm not saying like text everything i'm just saying like is that something that i could easily text daddy or is that something that i need to have a conversation with stuff like that
0: yeah like and there's different times and settings for every conversation but i think like generally face-to-face conversations can be really difficult for people like if i i know okay sophie knows this and she says, like, Addie, we need to talk. And, like, text me that in the middle of the day. She knows that I'm going to be stressed and be, like, so anxious all day. So she mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Yeah. It's just, like, stuff like that where you have to get to know your friends. You have to, like – and, like, I'm not saying you have to sit down and be, like, here are our boundaries. You're going to be okay with me are doing this and this and this. And we're going to communicate like this. Like, that's not how real relationships work. You just have to um, be, like, 100% reliant on the Lord and, like, trusting um, that they're doing the same, I guess. And just – loving like the Lord, and that's not always going to be reciprocated, especially in relationships with people who may not be Christian, Um, but it doesn't mean that it can't be a healthy relationship.
1: Yeah, and I think you have to also remember and maybe even learn that nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, we are all sinners, and people are going to constantly let you down in life, which is, like, sorry, but that's the truth, and I think whenever you take that expectation off someone, like that's a really healthy friendship because if you are constantly you're constantly gonna be let down by someone mm-hmm. but whether you like expected that or not you know like i can expect that addy's gonna let me down because she's not perfect and she can expect i'm gonna let her down because mm-hmm. i'm not perfect but if Addie like let me down and i was like what
0: yeah if you're like shocked by
1: what it. why would she do that Addie is perfect you know it's yeah. like that is just gonna lead to a lot of hurt and so i mean i don't mean that and like you need to, like, be mean to your friends because they're not perfect. But it's just, I think, realizing, like what Addie was saying, where your worth is found and the fact that your friends aren't perfect and relationships are messy and hard because we live in a sinful world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing is, like, I'm just say this really quick, um, but knowing how your friends show love. One of, the, like, the biggest fights I've ever been in with Conley was because I was going through a rough season. I was telling her about it, and she was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry. That's tough. That's tough. And it's like, I need, like, my, the way I show love is words of affirmation. There's, like, a love language thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is, like, words of affirmation. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, I needed advice, support, all these things. And I, like, expected that of her. But words of affirmation are not her thing. Her thing is gift giving. She loves giving gifts. That's, like one of the biggest ways in which she shows love and like this whole time I'm getting that like, continuously more frustrated because I'm like, you are not giving me what I need right now. Like you're not being as like, un- like wrongfully being like, you're not a good friend because of this. And like the whole time she was working on making me a gift so that I knew that I felt loved. And like, she like, I got home from a trip because she was house sitting for us and like, it was like on that bed and she was like, no, that you're dearly loved. And I was like, Ugh. like the whole time I was like sitting there being like, she doesn't love me. She is not showing me love. Like she's not supporting me all these things when it's like. She just didn't communicate, like, we just communicate in different ways. Yeah. And you can't, you just have to know your friends.
1: Yeah. And I think that, like, what Addie was saying earlier, that takes time and that also takes learning. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you wouldn't know that unless you went through that experience. Yeah. And while that's, like, kind of tough to learn and it might, like, cause, like, upset, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, that sounded weird to say that, say it like that. But I think that that's the kind of, like, the way you have to learn.
0: Yeah. I would just say, like, for our listeners, everybody listening, our challenge to you is just surrender um, unexpected or uncommunicated expectations within friendships. Yeah. And surrender unhealthy boundaries um, and, like, unintentional hurt that comes with it. Because the longer you hold on to grudges just leads to bitterness. And, like, truly forgive and learn. Forgive and learn. Don't forgive and forget. Forgive and learn. Um, and if you can just power through, like, and, like, ask the Lord what he's teaching you and surrender all the pain and hurt to that. You'll learn a lot more. I think.
1: Yeah. I like that. Forgive and learn. Forgive And, learn. and also take that into future friendships. Mm-hmm. Like don't just forgive and learn and then not apply.
0: Yeah. Forgive, learn, apply. Three okay.
1: steps. <laughs> Three steps.
0: Three <laughs> steps to healthy friendships. Do you want to pray, Addy? Absolutely. <laughs> Heavenly father, I come to you and thanks for this opportunity to just sit down in person um, God, I pray for all of our listeners as they possibly travel for Thanksgiving or if they're home. Um, we thank you for everything that you've given us. Thank you for your son who you sacrificed just for us so that we know that we are deeply loved. I thank you for community and just the opportunity to know and love each other. God, I pray that as we continue to be in friendships and like move through this life in which friendships grow near and grow far, um, we don't take it personally and we allow you to be our rock and you to be our steadfastness that our identity and self-worth is placed in because your love is unchanging for us so while friends may be um, and it's in your son's name i pray amen
1: amen thank you so much for listening make sure to follow us on instagram at a faith podcast email us at our hearts surrendered at gmail.com if you need prayer there's two s's and um leave us a rating and review on the platform that you're listening with Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's drive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.